So Aries, <laughs> born between March 21st and April 19th. Okay. Your dog is action-oriented, courageous, loyal, intense, and smart. Quintessential Aries breed, German Shepherd. Ah. Hmm. Okay, that was none of our dogs, though, because March 21st, you said, till April 19th? That was Wiggum, actually. Oh, that was Wiggum. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was <laughs> none of those things. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Scoop Poops. I mean, let's boop snootsy. <laughs> it's springtime. It's springtime. Spring cleaning time. I'm Heidi, by the way. And I'm Vero. And the smell of poop is in the air. Is it ever? <laughs> and we are going to boop snoots, but we are also going to boop snoots about scoop poops. <laughs> Say that three times fast, y'all. <laughs> Yes. And we're going to talk about some other things too. We're going to talk just uh, some little quick tips and reminders about kids and dogs. Mm-hmm. And what else? What else we got, Vero? We've got a dogoscope, oh. which is kind of just for fun. And some fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a pet psychic of some kind at one point? Aren't there like pet psychics out there? Yes. We gotta, yes, we got to Google this. Yes. Okay, I will look it up while you dogoscope. Do you want to, shall we kick her off with some yes. dogoscopes? Dogoscopes. So where does your, when was your doggy born? Um, and where so, does he fall? So Miss Lou was born a, just a mere five years ago um, on February 23rd. February 23rd. Mm-hmm. Pisces. Oh. Mm-hmm. And what about Mr. Gibbon? Mr. Gibbon, it was five years ago as well, on April 27th. Well, that is, I believe, in Aries. Nope. Taurus. Oh. Ralph was born on January 6th and is a I had it earlier can't remember isn't he Aquarius this is the dawning of the age of Capricorn oh a Capricorn yes and Mr. Wiggum was born April 1st (laughs) Aries (laughs) fool (laughs) (laughs) that's why he was such a funny dog Mm -hmm. all right so here are the signs and Mm -hmm. what they mean so (laughs) aries born between march 21st and april 19th okay your dog is action oriented courageous loyal intense and smart Quintessential Aries breed, German Shepherd. Ah. Hmm. Okay, that was none of our dogs, though, because March 21st, you said, till April 19th? That was Wiggum, actually. Oh, that was Wiggum. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was <laughs> none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taurus, born between April 20th and May 20th. 
Yes. Your dog is stubborn, dependable, easygoing, slow and steady, and pleasure-seeking. Quintessential Taurus breed is Basset Hound. Oh. I feel like that's more like Wiggum. Did I tell you that I saw a picture recently on Instagram of somebody with a big Basset Hound and they named her Jolene? <laughs> Jolene? Oh. It's the cutest. Time. I'm like, that's the perfect name. I think I did say this already. But anyways, I just have to say it again because I was like, you guys nailed that one. Jolene. Jolene. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't <laughs> really sound name. like... That doesn't really sound like Gibbs either. Yeah, it doesn't no. sound like them. No. Maybe they're like a month early. So if Wiggum was an Aries, but he's more like a Taurus, maybe Gibbon will be more like a Gemini. <laughs> Between maybe. May 21st and June 20th, mm -hmm. your dog is social, curious, playful, yes. mm -hmm. easily bored, and talkative quintessential ah. gemini breed is the beagle oh my goodness so it's funny that you say that because like you know how you teach your dog like tricks and stuff like that so i've i've talked about my dogs barking out the front window because we live across the street from the park and they want to tell us about everybody who's going by mm -hmm. anyways but when i tried to get gibbon to speak like as as like a trick for a treat like i'll say gibbon sit and i'll say gibbon speak and he's like <laughs> and then he'll get you might get like a little like <laughs> and then i give it to him and i'm like really <laughs> like here you are like barking up a storm and you can't do it for like a treat <laughs> right on pretty <laughs> like <laughs> that's cute yeah all right our next one yes cancer so from June 21st to July 22nd, your dog is sensitive, loving, devoted, homebody, and charming. Ooh. The quintessential cancer breed is the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Oh, yes. Oh. The next Cootie one is Cootie. Leo. Mm -hmm. De Leo. Leo. From July 23rd to August 22nd, mm -hmm. your dog is... Aloof, confident, independent, irresistible, and stubborn. The quintessential Leo breed is a chow chow. Oh. Mm. Chow chow. Le chow chow. Le chow chow. <laughs> uh, the Virgo. August 23rd to September 22nd. Your dog is patient, observant, charming, Active and reserved. Quintessential Virgo breed is a Dalmatian. Oh. Hmm. Spotty. Sir Spots. Charming but reserved. Interesting. All right, the next one, the Libera. <laughs> September 23rd to October 22nd. Mm -hmm. Your dog is gentle, kind, wide smile. Fun-loving and graceful. Quintessential Libra breed. Golden? Samoid. Oh, Samoid. They it's do smochi. have big smiles. They smochi. do. Yeah, they do. Smochi. Smochi. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like Ralph as well. Yes. Maybe not graceful. 
<laughs> yes, I was going to say. I was like, it sounds like a golden until you said graceful. <laughs> uh, Scorpio, October 23rd to November 21st. Your dog is intense, bold, powerful, devoted, and funny. Quintessential Scorpio breed is a Rottweiler. Oh, mm. I always wanted a Rotty. Yeah. If we're talking Rotties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sagittarius. November 22nd to December 21st. Mm-hmm. Your dog is happy, yeah. obstinate, obstinate, mm-hmm. obstinate, <laughs> honest, <laughs> friendly, and a clown. Oh, who did? Quintessential Sagittarius breed, French Bulldog. Ah, French. All right. It's funny that you said that. Wait, wait, like one last last little story there. I saw like a little online video today of somebody's wedding and their little French Bulldog was part of the wedding, but it was an outdoor wedding. And there was like a big field across from where the wedding was. And there was a deer (laughs) in the field. And so here they are trying to have their ceremony and they had like the Frenchie and it was like doing that. (laughs) 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 To have this ceremony. (laughs) And the dog is like literally like just nonstop. Like, (laughs) 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 and everybody's like, just like dying laughing, but they couldn't. They had to wait for the oh, deer to go funny. away. I know. <laughs> so that's it's pretty accurate. Clown. He's a clown and a half. <laughs> All right. The next one. Capricorn. So this is Ralph from December 22nd to January 19th. Mm-hmm. Your dog is feisty, proud, mm-hmm. bossy, affectionate. And focused. (laughs) (laughs) The Yorkshire Terrier is the quintessential Capricorn breed. The Yorkaroo? The Yorkaroo. Feisty, maybe, Ralph? Yeah. Proud? Sometimes. Like, he has this, like, where he sits and his chest is all puffy. Oh, yeah. Like, his head is back and he looks... Well, he looks more derpy than proud, but... (laughs) He's puffing his chest. Puffing his chest, sure. focused. He might be once he once he gets his surgery, he might focus a little <laughs> yes. bit more. We've right been now, talking about so that much. this year, uh, this yeah. year, uh, recently. Just yeah, like, is he gonna calm down? Well, just are we waiting another year? He's still a puppy. He's still just a poop. He's still just a pooper. He's very poopers. testy. Yeah, <laughs> he won't be after a surgery. <laughs> terrible okay now we need to focus (laughs) aquarius yes (laughs) january 20th to february 18th your dog is shy strong-willed serious independent and graceful Mm. quintessential aquarius breed is the italian greyhound oh and now we have Miss Lou. Yes. P- Pisces. The Pisces. Pisces. February 19th to March 20th. Your dog is lovable. She is. Caring. Oh, she really is. Popular. Everybody so loves her. So popular. Sweet. 
She's so sweet and playful. Well, we had to teach her how to play, but she's coming along and she yeah. is loving the play, the playfulness of it all. And the quintessential Pisces breed is a Maltese. Oh, so it's funny that you say like lovable because like all of the adults love her. But like I mentioned, our kids are not like, even though I told them about what it's going to be like with a rescue, they're, they they got annoyed with some of the accidents that happen. And I don't mm. know if you guys tuned in last week or not, where I told you about <laughs> how she counter surfed a bit and jumped up onto the couch with a big old pork tenderloin in her mouth. <laughs> thinking it was hers and like nothing was wrong with that so anyway so um the other night my my son was out with some friends and I was going to pick him up from a friend's house so we're coming home and I don't know how oh yeah I was driving him and a friend home and I hadn't seen his friend in a while who lives super close to us and I said hey did you hear we got another dog and he said yes I did hear that and I said yes but uh uh, my son Ronan, I said, Ron, but Ronan doesn't like her. And Ronan said, it's not that I don't like her. It's just that. And like, he was just saying that, like, he was just annoyed with some of the behaviors. And I was like, yes, but these are behaviors that you expect when you're rescuing and was just like sort of going over the whole thing. So anyways, we get home <laughs> and every Friday night in our household is pizza night. And it's to the point where like this <laughs> pizza places, like, like our pizza place that we order from is literally like our favorite pizza. It's so good. I've never had any other pizza like it. And it's to the mm. point where my kid rarely goes out with friends because he wants to stay at home to get his pizza. Like he loves the pizza. Well, where is and it from? <laughs> it's it's from it's called Marival Pizza. Oh my god, they're the best. It's literally Ooh. the best pizza ever. Anyways, and um so <laughs> We walk into the house and my husband had opened the box to get like a slice of pizza and left it open and there was like three slices left. So my son had eaten like a like a quick slice quick before going to hang out with his friends. And then he was he said, make sure you save some for me for when I get home. Well, <laughs> Miss Lou uh -oh. counter surfed three pieces of pizza. <gasps> Yeah. So we came home and my husband had to break the news to our son. And I, so after like, like he was just like, see, and like went upstairs to his room. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Lou, we need to have a chat. I'm like, if you want this kid to, to like you, you cannot eat his pizza. <laughs> like you cannot. Like but you really like, screwed Mom, up there, Lou. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I used to be a chunk, and now you have me as a not chunk anymore. Now I'm hungry. Like being a chunk. <laughs> Give me the pizza. I told oh, her, I'm like, Lou. the pork tenderloin I'm okay with, but you cannot eat the boy's pizza, Lou. <laughs> if you want him to love you, you cannot eat the boy's pizza. Aww. I told her. I think she I think she got the gravity of the situation. I think she yeah. understands. Yeah. But yeah, she ate the boy's pizza. <laughs> oh. anyways while you were talking about um <laughs> the dogoscopes i checked out like uh pet psychic really quick so it looks like it's all like fairly gimmicky sort of websites that you can find like of course like as soon as you like click the link you're gonna get a bunch of pop-ups and it's like give us your email we're as obsessed with finding answers as you are subscribe to like our site and I'm like yeah no thank you and then um it opens with like a bunch of all the different dogoscope signs as well and then it mm. says how pet psychics work so it says if you have pets you may have wondered whether they know what you're thinking 
Perhaps your cat hides when you start planning a trip to the vet, or maybe your dog runs in circles when you think about going out to play. Both of these events have logical explanations. Your cat might have heard you pull the carrier off the shelf. Your dog must have seen you glance at a favorite ball. But pet psychics, also known as animal intuitives or animal communicators, would explain these events a little differently. According to most pet psychics, you communicate with your pets telepathically all the time without even knowing it. Your cat hides and your dogs get ready and, and your dog gets ready to play because of signals you send with your mind, not because of your actions. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know anyone who has made has used the services of a pet psychic or a pet intuitive (laughs) no have you no should we do it just for fun to see what it's like (laughs) (laughs) so like we can find out lou but like we'll have to get a french speaking one for lou (laughs) (laughs) you think i could get ralph to stop jumping on the counter (laughs) telepathically I think you need to start sending those telepathic messages like, <laughs> calm down, Ralph. No, Ralph. Quit being so testy or I'm going to take your testes. <laughs> <laughs> Telepathically send those messages to him and see if that works. <laughs> see if that works. How do you yes. know? Like, how do you know it works? <laughs> I don't know. This is a thing. Like, this is why I'd be kind of curious to try it because it seems like a very foodie fafa thing. But I don't want to write anything, anybody's experiences off because, like, if somebody had an experience with one, I'd be curious to know. Yeah. I'd be but dogs are really good at, you know, getting to, like, learning our body language. Yes. Yes. See, I would say the same thing. It's just, like, they, the, like, the, I would say that they, like, dogs are very emotionally intuitive. That's why, like, you hear about the ones that come and, like, lay with you when you're sad. And, like, it's just, like, I think it all depends on how you build the bond between you and your dog. Yeah. Right? Like, even watching, what was, like, the sad movie that we watched that makes everybody cry when they see it, A Dog's Purpose? Like, you see oh, yeah. the different types of relationships people have with their dogs, right? And, uh... If you're like a police officer and it's like literally your partner, they are like toit. That is a toit relationship. Yeah. <laughs> they bond with each other. You get them when they're a puppy, you train them together, like, and then they're with you like all the time and you work together and then you go home and you relax. Like, it's like you're always together. Yeah. Oh, God. See, I my want a job where dog, my dog is my partner. What's that? <laughs> I said, God, I want a job where my dog is my partner. Yes. <laughs> My uh, previous dog, Wiggum, thought that I was crying when I had the hiccups. Oh. Yeah. So the telepathic (laughs) messages were not being received (laughs) properly. (laughs) Because there were some moments where I did cry and he had the same reaction. Like just sat in front of me with his ears down. Like, oh. So every time I had the hiccups, he would do that. That's funny. And just follow me everywhere. That's Poor hilarious. Wigum. Poor Wigum Legum. <laughs> Wigum Legum, for sure. Wigum. Wigum Legum. But yeah, I think that they can, like, it just depends on how, like, yeah, the relationship and how they can read you. But, and then again, like, part of it's routine. So you might be doing something that they're picking up on that you don't even realize. Like, maybe when you go to grab your keys or whatever and they're just like oh my god or if you like go to grab like if even if you if if they start to notice some activity around like the front hallway they're like "Ooh, is it 
W mm-hmm. time. I can't say it out loud because I've got a dog close to me. <laughs> Is it W time? And even so, like like I mentioned this on an episode too, so like sometimes when you spell things out, well, you do it enough times and then they know what you're talking about anyways. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like I'd always say. You'd have to spell it in French. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is it W time? <laughs> She's like, I'm bilingual. Oh my goodness. But um, y'all's. That's that's what that could be, but I'd be curious to know what a pet psychic would would have to say. Yeah, especially about especially about Gibbon. Well, I'd want to know both of them. I want to know both of them, but I want to know what Ralph is thinking. Yes, yes. I wish somebody is, could tell me that. What is he trying to say? He's saying, he's "Mom, saying, I just want to I just want to see what's on that table <laughs> <laughs> all the time, all the time." So on to the next topic, and it's just like just a quick little reminder, and only because I had a friend in from out of town this week who had a sea baby. So she had a little baby with her. Uh, The baby is getting close to one, so like crawling around, can stand up, is getting pretty close to walking, um, grabbing at everything, right? Like Mm -hmm. we'll grab and pull hair, grabby, 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 grabby mitts. And um, she was telling me about how her sister wanted to come over and visit with her two dogs. Her sister lives on a farm and she's always had dogs and she takes her dogs with her like wherever she goes. So she wanted to come in with the dogs and my friend was like, no. And she's like, no, let like let the baby like see the dogs. And she was like, no, because she's smart enough to realize the developmental stage that the baby's at. And then these dogs that live on a farm with no babies or kids around and realizes the potential danger for that situation. Mm -hmm. And again, like so like some people forget that. And kids, of course, they love animals. They want to touch them. They want to pet them. They want to do all the things that that your dog may not enjoy at all and they might be rough and stuff like that so my thing has always been like if there's a child especially that I'm not familiar with is I'm just gonna say um and I find parents are getting pretty good because parents don't want their kids getting bit but at the same time like not every parent takes the time to explain the safety of like dogs like to their children right so you have to be very conscious of your dog around children. And what I do when there's kids that I don't know very well is I see it as an opportunity to teach them about safety. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to go just approach the dog. We're not going to run at the dog. We're not going to yell or scream really loud. This can be difficult if you have a two to three year old, because again, if they don't have vocabulary where you can teach them and they're a screechy, yelly thing, I'd probably just say to the parents, do you want to what? Like, He's not around kids very often. I don't know how he's going to react to this. I haven't exposed him to babies and I'm worried that I just don't want anybody getting hurt. And then they can appreciate that. And mm-hmm. if that makes you a bad guy, then maybe this person isn't your friend. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel bad for trying to avoid a dangerous situation. Like mm-hmm, Exactly. Anyways, and... um like I saw this like other photo too, like, and I find that people like do this a lot. Like a lot of people are guilty of this and you see it on Instagram, like almost on the daily. Uh, one of our friends from Canines in the Cap- Capital recently shared this like, like poster on, um, on the interwebs. And it just says, this is not funny or cute. And it shows several pictures of kids around animals. So there's like kids like dressing up a dog and you can see that the dog is just like, horrified with the situation like you look at the dog's body language in all of this and they um 
they're not enjoying what's happening. But no. people do it for the photo op. Like it says, a dog is not a toy or photo op for your child. Model and encourage respectful and kind interactions. And th they will make the relationship between your child and dog safe and joyful. So the several photos that it shows, it shows one dressing up a dog and you can see the dog's like not having it. There's another one where the where the child is wearing like a cowboy hat and trying to ride the dog like a pony and the dog is like panting. So again, like panting yeah. shows that they're uncomfortable. There's another one of a, like a kid like hugging like and squeezing super tight like a pug and the pug's eyes are like, for the love of God, somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's like another photo of like a kid trying to like put something in a dog's face and same thing like the dog's ears are back the tails down and like the kids like laughing because they don't know right like especially small children do not know how to read like dog dog no. body body language so you have to teach them you have to show them and if they're too young to do any of that then you have to become the responsible one because who wants their dog biting a child nobody 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 wants it and this is coming from a girl who got bit by a dog really badly in the face as a child uh, i can remember and i think i told this on let's poops news before but it's time to tell it again <laughs> especially in the springtime and everybody's coming out with their cute puppies oh my god everybody's gonna be outside everybody's gonna be seeing and everybody's gonna be want to be touching the the dogs and the all of that anyways um I can remember going up to the cottage and there's somebody at the cottage and they had a German shepherd and his name was Snoopy. And all <laughs> I can remember is all of the adults, like all towering above me. And I was chasing this dog around them, like around the adults and trying to grab at his tail. I can remember this. I was three years old, kept grabbing at his tail. And then he just turned around and hum, took a big chomp into my face. So I still have scars like right next to my eye. He just missed my eye. And then, like, down uh, on the other side, like, he sort of went diagonally across my face. And so down by my mouth, there's, like, another. And I ha had to go to the hospital and get stitches because the bite was pretty bad. And that's, like, a perfect example. you got to pay attention. And you got to, mm -hmm. like, go put the dog somewhere. This And this is where it becomes really useful when you're having guests and stuff to put your dog in the place command. So then your dog's not running around and jumping and chasing them. He knows to stay there. And then yeah. so that when you notice somebody approaching your dog, you can be like, hey, no, like, let's not pet him. No, don't run at him like that. You like, you have to be responsible. Yes. Or, or kick the kids out of there. It's a dog's house. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Ralph with kids, but I'm, I get the impression that they think that they're like puppies. Yeah. Because they're their little voices. Like, and, and so like, again, like I've been out with my dogs several times before where, and especially when Gibbs was like a puppy, like when they're a puppy, I'll just say careful because the puppies bite. Right. So like, mm -hmm. and then I, like, I'd always just say, okay, I'm just going to sit him down. And I, and I always say, walk up slowly and hold up your hand so he can have a sniff. And then after he has a good sniff at you, then you can pet him on top of the head and like very gentle. Like I always tell them slow and gentle and look at what his face is doing and like just, you know, watch what the dog's doing. Make sure if you see the lips come up and you see his teeth like he's going, then you need to back away from the dog because we don't want anybody getting hurt. And I would just sort of like give them a quick little lowdown, you know, mm -hmm. it's like it's about the approach. It's about letting the dog sniff and then maybe touching if the dog's yeah. comfortable with it you know don't chase the dog 
Mm-mm. Don't grab his tail. Don't pat him back here. Don't pat him here or there or there or here or there or there. Yeah. Just very gently. Very gentil. Gentle, please. Gentle, please. I was terrified of dogs when I was young. Yes. yes. I remember that. I do. I yeah. do remember you saying that. My sister was terrified of dogs after m- watching me get bit in the face. No doubt. Mm. I, however, was not. I was still like, let me touch the dog. <laughs> 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 yeah. Aww. But but you want to bet that my parents took uh, very, made carefully sure that I knew how to approach animals after that. Yeah. So very important everybody out there with kids and everybody out there with dogs. People with the kids, teach your kids how to to approach dogs and if they're too young just don't do it yeah just don't not worth it and people with dogs like either if, if you're interested in it or there's kids in your dog's life or in within your family expose your dog to the kids and let them both work it out like both of you like men to that relationship together or watch your dog and protect your dog as much as you can and the child so that nobody mm-hmm. gets hurt because they might not, it might not be malicious. Like they might just jump or knock them over. That too. You know, they might just Get, fall. Yes. Especially with the larger breed dogs, right? And yeah. that's one That's one thing that I really appreciate with a lot of the rescue sites and stuff like that is that they're very honest about the whole children aspect of things. Like they'll yes. be like, hasn't been exposed to children or no children in the home, please. Or and uh, uh, enjoys children like like they're very honest with it which I think is good yeah very very good it's very very yes. good so the next thing we were going to just talk about real quickly uh, how we opened up the episode there let's scoop poops <laughs> so back in the day when I first the first time that I had two dogs I was uh, living on this property where in the backyard there was a very steep incline because it was like it backed onto um railroad track like on the other side of our fence and I can remember the first spring after having two dogs (laughs) because we live in a city where it snows like past your height sometimes so there's no keeping up like after a certain point with all the poop that happens in the winter in the backyard unless you're the type of person that like your dog poops only on the walk and then like you don't let them in the backyard or that you go into the backyard with them each time and pick it up I am not one of those people and uh so uh after when the snow starts to melt and I was telling Vero about a meme that I saw today and I was like yep (laughs) this is my backyard right now um it was a meme from the movie Toy Story with Woody and Buzz Lightyear and it says after this snow and ice melts and Buzz Lightyear is saying to Woody, poop, poop everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so very true right now. Yeah. So um, when I was at this property of mine, I can remember going out in the spring and I went and I picked up like some tools, like a little tiny, like it's like um, almost has the same type of handle as a rake would and um, something else. Uh, the 
so there's two pieces to it. So there's one that's like a little, like almost looks like a dustpan at the bottom of it with like a long broom handle. And then the other one is like a tiny little rake or a tiny little, like almost looks like a spatula kind of thing at the end of it so that you can shove it into the thing that looks like a dustpan and then place that in a bin or a garbage bag of some kind. So out I go into my yard in the spring and I literally like went over like maybe a four by eight area and it took me like a good 30 minutes to pick up. <laughs> all of the poop and I was like this is going to take me forever so like I did that portion of the yard and I was like okay that's it do I know what I'm gonna do a little I'll, I'll do more tomorrow I'll get up early in the morning I'll try to do like a bigger area blah 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 so I go out for coffee with a friend of mine and I tell her about my horrid poop backyard and how long it's taken me to pick up this poop and a, this friend of mine at the time said I think there's a service that comes and does it for you and I said well it's got to be like super expensive though and she's like no I heard it wasn't too bad so it's this company called poop squad <laughs> <laughs> so I looked them up you can put in like how how big your yard is like roughly like an estimate how many dogs you have and what size they are and then they give you a quote so my quote for my backyard was like a hundred bucks and I was like yep <laughs> done <laughs> yes and please. they they showed up to that's for a spring clean you can also get weekly services with them where they come every week and just like pick up your poop for you for oh me it's God. just this the spring clean that takes forever so i don't if i do want to what if i won the lottery i would definitely get the weekly service but eh, it's nice to get outside even though you're picking up poop and it's kind of gross but anyways all that to say i got the spring service it was like a hundred bucks they came in one afternoon and guess what all the poop was gone all of it Wow. All of the poop. And I was just like, this is the best thing ever. And I'm not kidding you. I think I'm going on year 11 or 12 now. <laughs> of the poop squad. I don't even have to call them. They call me in the spring and they're like, would you like the spring cleanup? I'm like, you betcha. <laughs> Two dogs. Prices yes, increase? sir. Uh, yes, they've slowly increased over the years. So now yeah. it's like a little. And what I do now, because the snow slowly melts, like what I do is I get a spring cleanup, but I add on like a couple of weeks because I don't want to wait for the snow to fully melt. Like, you know what I mean? Like if like yeah. three quarters. Like mushy. Exactly. So like when three quarters like of the snow is gone, like I have them. So I just add on like a couple of weeks. So they come over the course of like three weeks so that every like area that is like free of snow gets cleaned up, which is nice. So Very I do that. Smart. And it's close to like about 150 bucks. So um, just this past weekend, um, well, over the past, I want to say four to five days, it's been like above zero and we've had like a ton of rain. And unfortunately, like the way like the, the, that our house is facing, like our backyard doesn't get like a ton of sun exposure. So it always takes our backyard longer to have the snow melt. But we're getting there, and it's looking like a little bit of a poop soup out there right now. Ooh. It's really gross. We've it been pretty really good at gross. going out and picking it up. Yeah. When he, like, right after he poops. It yeah. was just, like, the minus 40 degrees. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. But it actually hasn't been that bad. No poop soup. See, after the spring cleanup, like, we're good at it. Like, every weekend, it's, like, my husband or I, or we send the kids out to do poop poopity scoops yeah 
and then we can manage it on our own but it's just like the winter it's like after like in the beginning like yes you try as much as you can and stuff like that but then after like several heavy snowfalls like I just can't anymore yeah and especially at night when it's dark and you can't even see really like you just let them go poop flashlight <laughs> poop flashlight <laughs> you need like a head headlamp a headlamp yeah yeah anyway so um <laughs> in terms of dog poop cleaning tools there's like several different ones but i have to say like so when the poop squad comes it's literally just like a team of dudes there's usually like four or five of them and they just rake it all up like like especially in the spring it works too right because you have some of the leaves from the fall still left over and stuff like that but anyways they just like rake it all up into a big thing, scoop it in a huge bin and they're gone. So there's like, I can remember going shopping for different ones. There's one that looks like it's almost like a claw grabber. Like it's like a big thing where it's like it has jaws and you open it and then it oh, chomps yeah. and picks up the poop. I can't imagine even trying something like that because like, especially on grass and stuff, it depends on what your yard looks like and what you're like, what you're picking up from. Yeah. But if a doggy has a loose stool on some grass, I can tell you right now that thing's not going to work. And no. all you're going to get is poop smear all over your dog poop cleaning tool. But if it's in the snow... If it's in the snow, then yeah, it might work. Yeah. So it might be a winter one, but... The ones that I'm looking at here are sort of like all like, oh my God. Anyways, there's another tool where it's like you have this big handheld contraption. It's like a big with a big rectangle at the bottom. And I guess you can put like a bag, like a plastic bag in it. And then there's like a big, it almost looks like a cat litter like scoop shovel that, that then you would shove the poop into the bag thing. And then it has a lid that closes on it. So I guess there's some way to take the bag out. Honest to God, the, the easiest and bestest thing is like the thing that I mentioned before. So it's a two-piece like tool. They both have like, it's like the equivalent to like a broom handle on it. And at the bottom of one, it kind of looks like the equivalent of a dustpan. And the on the other one, it's like a mini rake. And the rake is good because you can pick, like the rake picks up and it picks up through grass and it picks up through gravel and it picks up through whatever surface you're picking up from. You can just sort of like hook onto it and shove it into the little dustbin and then put it in a garbage bag. Then you fling it into your neighbor's lawn. <laughs> well, it's funny. So when we were at that house, <laughs> when we were at that house that backed up onto the rail, it was literally like nobody went there because if you if you were to jump over our fence, which a teenager did once, and I had the laugh of my life because I was like, they landed in like I don't even know how much dog poop because we used to go and fling our poop over the <laughs> or over the fence because it was like a no man's land. Like it wasn't even like yeah. I was like you know if there was a bike path there or whatever, but if you were to climb over that fence, there would be a huge, massive, thistly like bushed like ditch. <laughs> of like just like total like nothingness like yeah. so we had no problem just like heaving it over the fence I remember my husband started doing that and I was like what are you doing he's like have you ever been back there and then we went for a walk like down the train tracks once right till in between uh, right in behind our house and I was like okay yeah you can throw poop over the fence because <laughs> there was like <laughs> It's not like anybody was going to go there. And then I figure if anyone wanted to try to climb into our backyard, they'd have to go through like... <laughs> poop trap. A poop trap. <laughs> 
a poop trap. Poop trap. Yas. And that's all I have to say about poopy scoops. <laughs> Should I like I'll give like maybe three fun facts. Yes. This one's fun. This one we know. Let's see. Okay. Pick like random ones. Did you lose them? <laughs> As of fun fact number one. As of 2021, the Wire Fox Terrier has won 15 times at the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, more than any other breed. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's not even the cutest dog. No. Maybe they just. Maybe it's the dog, the like the dog breed that stayed truest to its original form. Yeah, remember that's what we I was did say. Yeah. Hmm. I remember we did that show on like how they've changed like over the years. That was a cool show. The dog show? Yeah. Yes. No, no, the the show that we did where you talked about how breeds have slowly changed over the years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? That yeah. show. That's the show I'm talking about. That's a the good poodle. show, Vero. Our show. Yes, our show. Let's pop snoots. <laughs> Fun fact number two. The now defunct video game developer PF Magic released the first dog simulation game, Dogs, in 1995. What kind of simu- what kind of simulation game do you need for dogs? I don't know. What is it called? Dogs with a Z. <laughs> mm. And it's from PF Magic. PF Magic, what the heck? And the last fun fact, Goofy, then named Dippy Dog, debuted in the 1932 Disney cartoon short Mickey's Review. (laughs) Goofy was named Dippy Dog? Dippy Dog? I did know that. Dippy Dog, (laughs) (laughs) D-A-W-G. Dip Dog? (laughs) Dippy Dog. So this is a simulation uh, game, and it's on, available on the Nintendo DS, Dogs, D-O-G-Z. The player starts at an adoption center where they may choose a dogs or cats with a Z to adopt of a breeds with a Z <laughs> and a gender of their choice. Once the player has found a pet with a Z, <laughs> they can adopt and name their new puppies with a Z. They're big on the Zs in this game. <laughs> or kittens with a Z. After around three days real time, the pets become adults. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder if that's for kids when they're like, can we get a dog? Can we get a dog? Can we get a dog? And it's like, pass this video game. And yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Your dog is still alive in three weeks. If you still want to play this game in three yeah. months <laughs> every day, yeah. then we can get At a dog. Six in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'll wake you up at six in the morning to play it. That's yeah. funny. That is funny. Well, those cool. are some interesting facts. Yeah. We wrapping then, it up. We're wrapping it up. <laughs> wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. <laughs> On the Let's Boop Snoots talk show. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots with an S. 